Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. My name is John Downey, and I'm very ill. And I'm Emily Downey. Emily, how hey. was your week? Uh, it was good. It was good. I uh, did lots of memorable things. Good. Yeah, but my personal life is personal, so. Gotcha. Mm. Can I ask you something? Well, is it a personal question? <laughs> does it does it feel does it feel different in here? It's a little kind of feels like I'm in somebody else's home right now. It's a little weird. Are you in someone else's home? Right now? <laughs> no, Emily, we moved our dates. Oh, that, yeah. We joined Thursday Night Thunder. We're part of Thursday Night Thunder now. You know, the lineup with on NBC with uh, with The Office and Parks and Rec and 30 Rock. And 30 Rock, yeah. We're a part of that now. It's a good day. That is, that is something we do. Before we get to the how-to, we have some housekeeping that I think we need to go over, if that's okay with you. Yeah, take out the damn trash every now and then, John. I am very busy. And it's very difficult to remember to take out the trash every time I walk out the door. Okay. It's not an apology, but okay. We we need to decide what we are. Because right now, I'm looking at the numbers that our analysts have sent me. Mm-hmm. Not good, Emily. We're doing a bad job. In what demographic are, are we failing? No, 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 no. It's not the people or listenership. We have thousands of listeners. <laughs> of and course. they're all very faithful. <laughs> sure. But what our problem is, is we're not helping people. Then why are people so devoted to us? Because we're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> we are beautiful. Like, we know this loves... is an audio, like, an audio medium. But uh, I just want you all to know out there that we are stunning. Just drop dead gorgeous. Just Absolutely. So if we were on TV, we would be too distracting. Mm. So we have to do radio because you wouldn't be able to listen to a word we were saying. We're just so goddamn attractive. Yeah. It's really for the sake of everyone else trying to watch TV and That's like true. actually obtain information because when we're on it, it's just. You can't yeah. take in anything. No. Um, but yeah, we're our, our numbers are very low in terms of people we're helping. Okay. So I think either we need to really knuckle down and start making this a very, very helpful medium. Or we can lean into what we've been flirting with this whole time. Chaos. And just make every how-to a business opportunity for us. Oh, wow. I'm saying throw out the helping people. Well, not throw it out, but use the monetize people. Monetize it. Monetize it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you 100%. Okay. But wait, I have an antidote. You have an antidote? I have Are an anecdote. Sick? Do you have an antidote no. for me? Because I'm no. very ill? I don't think anyone can fix that. Um <laughs> No, I have an anecdote. So, you know, uh, we had our Valentine's Day episode. Yes. 
in which we came up with a very loving idea for a cult. Of course. The uh, the nexus of which was Chip and jo- Joanna from HGTV. Right. Of course. Right. And uh, you know that I work at, at a restaurant, right? Like I a do. fancy restaurant where a lot of people frequent it. Yeah. A fancy restaurant in a hotel that the final four contestants and Mr. Nick Vial, who is the bachelor of ABC's The Bachelor franchise, all stayed at at one point while probably you were working there. And I'm upset yep. at you no, for knowing that and not telling me. Like, I knew that and that happened. But uh, you're going to be more upset when you hear who I served on Friday night. How mad am I going to be? I don't know if you're going to be mad, but I do have some some very harsh like truth bombs to drop on you about the love of our life, Joanna. And how nice she is to people who Don't serve do this her. to me. I'm telling you, man. Are you fucking I kidding me? I was treated so cruelly. You <laughs> served Chip and Joanna? No. No. Okay, so it was just a woman who looked a lot like Joanna. Oh, okay, well then. No, no, no. But I think it might have been her. She was with a bunch of TV producers. Like, it was a table of TV producers and stuff. And this one woman who looked alarmingly similar to Joanna was viciously mean to me for three hours. And I don't can think we, I can watch that show anymore. Can we find this out? I was so devoted to her. Joanna Gaines. This is so mean. <laughs> jo- and jo- was- Joanna Gaines, whereabouts? <laughs> is she being tracked like the president? Like, can you just... Or Santa. Look up where she is at all times. <laughs> so President Santa, Joanna Gaines, and uh, those lions in Zimbabwe with radio collars. Joanna Gaines. When was this? Like Friday. New York, uh, Brooklyn. February. She, oh, she was talking about her recent divorce. No, it can't be them. Okay, well, then it was her evil twin because this woman was a hellish nightmare. No, it can't have been them. They're not breaking up. I don't know, man. And they've been married for a long time. I think this was a fluke, Emily. I think it, it was... This I telling mean, you, it tainted my view of her. It doesn't even matter if it's real, because the idea seed was planted in my brain soil. <laughs> I don't know, man. She looks a lot. I, I was like, that looks like Joanna. I mean, she's... And then she was... A, horrible it's hard to mistake her because she is one of the most beautiful women alive it's true she's perfect too well on camera i don't think we can conclusively say anything about this so i'm just going to continue thinking that she's the greatest person yeah and i'm very sorry all who who heard our cult episode and now want to join this cult of ours and now to have your uh view of her tainted like like me i'm i can't i can no longer be a part of this cult i'm so sorry well, but. I, in a, a recent group gathering of friends, stated that my ideal world would be being Chip and Joanna's dog. <laughs> because I want to live in their house, but I also want them to be there still. Yeah. So. <laughs> that actually, uh, it's pretty So solid. I'm not they about to go back on our claims well. with their cults. So. You're not backing down. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, should we get to the show that we, we do? We should probably do this episode. Okay. So, it's been a week since Valentine's Day. 
mm. uh, a little bit over a week now, and uh, things have things have gotten a little stale, Emily. Things have gotten. Yeah, I mean, I and, feel uh, it. There, there's no spark anymore. Mm-mm, no. You know, I used to be excited. You know, I'd wake up every morning just with a bright light in my day. Hmm. And now I feel like that bright light has faded. I agree. And there's only one common denominator. It's you, John. Wait. <laughs> what are we doing? I'm sorry. I'm confused. I don't know. <laughs> I lost track of it halfway through. I was trying to do it. This episode is How to Break Up. This was sent in by our dear friend Noam Chomsky. Not Chomsky, yeah. Noam Chomsky. Uh, I mean, like, uh, you know, sometimes you just need to know how to break up with people. And so mm-hmm. he reached I mean, out to us. It's like a, it's just a fact of life. It's just one of those things that you're going to have to go through maybe a couple times, hopefully as few times as possible in your life. And we want you to be able to go through those times as confidently as possible. And so yeah. we're here to do that, to help you with that. But also, as we discussed before, going to make as much money off of it as possible. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just because we're fulfilling a need that that society and more specifically Noam Chomsky have mm-hmm. at the time does not mean that we can't get ours. Mm. All right. Because we've got needs, too. And, you know, sometimes we just need to take a little more time for ourselves. Because we don't know what we need. Mm-hmm. But we certainly can't progress if everything stays the same all the time. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just need to, to stretch your wings and fly. Mm-hmm. And this will be good for both of us. I'm a free bird. I'm a free bird. On a steel horse I ride. No. No, nope. that's the wrong... <laughs> you got all right. Um... Oh, do we do we have an imaginary couple tonight that we are in fact breaking up? We could. I feel like that would be dope. Like, but in order to pull it off, we need to know about this couple, like who they are to each other, how right. long they've been together. Also, you know, I feel like a breakup can go pretty smoothly, so they have mm-hmm. to be fairly. I would say thick, like thick-headed. A little Thick stubborn. Yeah. No, not with a Q. No. Oh, not with a Q? I mean, they could be. All right. Look, we can we can, well, we no, can like, have okay, okay. Uh, people of I all depths. My idea. With. with right, <laughs> right now <laughs> is we create a business that is completely about breaking people up for them. Like, you need to break up with someone. You call us. We got you. We have a whole catalog of ways to break up with people. And we can either do them for you or guide you through it for That's amazing. a price. A breakup service. Exactly. It's a section of the market that is completely untapped. And that is preposterous. So how many people have you, John, broken up with? Oh, boy. Including being broken up with? No. Just me being the breakup-er? Yes. Oh, man. I don't know. 
Can we count mutuals? It's like slippery slope if you count mutuals. Breakup. I mean, I guess, but it seems like cheating. Well, I mean, that would be a reason for breaking up. That's true. Would you have to cheat or would you make up cheating? What is your question? What do you want me to answer first? I don't know. Uh, breakups. How many breakups have okay. you done? Have you done did? I think like... Two and a half. Three? Two and a half. <laughs> I think two and a half to three. And how, how, how have you done it? Like, what's your style? Are you a texter? Are you a phone uh, caller? Well, Are you a them, cut off? One of them was in middle school and I did call her... Oh. I was like, I was walking home uh-huh. after hanging out with her, uh-huh. and then I was like, I don't want to do this anymore, so I called her. Wait, you're walking with her? No, I was oh. walking by myself home. <laughs> I thought you were walking with her, and then you called her. <laughs> oh, God. Like, you're I like, think... oh, hold on, I have to tie my shoe. <laughs> like, you oh, keep going, no. though. <laughs> called her. No, you know what I think happened? Uh-huh. I was in like eighth grade when this happened, so n- nobody fucking judge me for this. Everyone is going to. Judge I me. think I texted her, uh-huh. and then her friend called me. Oh, about it, and Ooh. then I had to clarify what I meant over the phone to her friend. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. no, it wasn't fun for anybody. No, no, no. I broke up with a boy once. I broke up with a boy at camp. Mm-hmm. By running away from him for the rest of the week. So that's definitely an option. I mean, it's just it getting the works hell out of there. For me, like, he was like, I want to kiss you on the basketball courts. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to kiss you on the basketball courts. And then I spent the rest of the week running away. Like, I would that's see him nice. in the cafeteria and I'd run away. And then I'd see him at the basketball courts where we originally fell in love. And then I would run right. away. Because obviously it's love, of course. But yeah, I think avoidance is very effective, especially with a short-term fling. How do we do that for people? So you come, like, we get a customer I mean, I'm not suggesting that that was the best way to break up with someone, but I'm just telling you my experience in breakups. You didn't didn't continue with that boy. No. So, like, it works. So how do we... Do that for other people. Other people come to us. They say, I want to break up with my significant other and I want to do this, this running away thing. How do I do that? I think the obvious thing is like moving away. Yeah. Just changing your name and moving to a new country. Okay. So do we, okay. So this is almost like an identity changing service. Right. I don't know if we need the identity changing thing, but maybe we coach them through like convincing them that they're moving far away and we like we help them with all their travel plans like you're gonna have to actually move away i'm sorry you're not gonna be able to just like we can't convince them to that that you're moving away and then not have you move away because especially if you live close by already you're gonna run into each other again that's That's true gonna happen we could we could help them if they didn't want to move we could help them create some sort of false moving situation where we come up with all this evidence and help them doctor photos of them in like far-flung places okay like we could do that feasibly okay but what's a what's another way to 
break up with someone. We have running um, away. We have texting. Texting yeah. texting's very common. If that's what I want to know actually. It's if you're going to text because I feel like it's more acceptable now. It's more acceptable maybe, but like still not cool. It's like not it's one of those great. things that's like notoriously bad to do. That's just like a thing that has been passed down through word of mouth, I think. But let me counter that nobody calls anymore. Like, you you do all your communications with your significant other via text, for the most part, when you're not mm-hmm. Skyping or speaking face-to-face, right? Like, text is, like, a major method of communication now. Right. And so, if, you're, if things have been a little rocky or you're getting weird vibes, and then all of a sudden, your person is calling you. Yeah. Like, not FaceTiming you, like, bring, bring, calling you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what's about to happen. Hmm. It's like a yeah, dead giveaway it, it's now. Still, still, the formality of it helps a lot. And see, that's that's a, a service we can provide. Like, if you are we providing are that, this phone call? Yeah, like if you are that uncomfortable calling your person to break up with them, we'll do it for you. It's true. Or, if you, or we or could if you feel... we could prepare a statement, record yeah. them saying it, and that okay. would be. That would be our our model. Okay. And we call, play the recording, and then just and hang then, the fuck up. Wait, no, how no, do you no. Deal and the very that? end, I've been like, "This has been a breakup provided to you by John and Emily Downey's breakup service." Oh. Okay. If you'd like to have more information, please call the this number. And yeah. then they call, and we do what? What do we say? We're like, "Well, they wanted to break up with you, and then this is the statement we crafted." Like these are all the reasons why your relationship didn't work in their yeah. eyes, and we are uh, not, we are not responsible for your relationship. Nope, we were paid to do a service, and we have done that service. Goodbye. Please don't sue us. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder if we could sue someone for fucking up your relationship. I don't think Look, so, because that's not a crime. I think no, I think legally we're in the clear on that. We didn't do it. That's we just ended true. it. We just eased it we were like we were performing a service like obviously performing service but it was like the assisted suicide of the breakup (laughs) world which is like super weird that breakup assisted suicide is not legal right totally um only in certain states uh we could um i have murder them yeah i mean a lot of breakups end that way I mean, it's not an ideal way to do it, but sometimes it's that's been done. the option. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, so, yeah, like, kill them, flee to another country, or kill them, then kill yourself. <laughs> we, we kill them, and then we have to flee to another country. <laughs> wait, wait, we can't become a murder service, though. That's just, yeah. like, a normal murder service. Like, that's half of the shit. It's like, I don't know oh, what murder so services true. are called. That's, like, most of the reason. It's like, hey, like, I'm their beneficiary. Now I don't want to be married to them anymore. And I'm going to get money if they kick the bucket. Like, I'm going to hire someone to murder you. Yeah, that's the whole reason why, like, assassination services are a thing. Yeah. Well, it's not assassinations unless they're, like, a head of state. But, yeah. Isn't it, though? I feel like assassinations are just, like, depending on the amount of planning that went into it. Well, if like we're running this service, it. how much planning could go into it? Mm, good point. Um, you could convince them 
that you are dead, we could convince them that you're dead. Oh my god. Yeah, we could throw a little funeral. Yeah. We could put on we could become a fake funeral service. Yeah, or that but could then just like, be one of the many services we offer. Who's privy to the I'm still alive information at that point? Because faking someone's Ooh. death is more complicated than just getting them away from their spouse slash significant other. It's also That's like true. their children, their mm. parents, siblings, other friends. Hmm. I think. I, I, don't get I me wrong. I think dying is a great it, option. I think I it's think, a great option. I'm not shooting down dying. Depending on how much money they give us, I think we have to keep it down to a certain number of people that can know that they're alive. Like the cheapest is everyone oh, thinks wait. you're dead. The cheapest would be would, everyone thinks you're dead. Would that be dead. the cheapest though? Because I feel like that's the hardest to yeah, do. Yeah, because the more people you let in on the secret, the harder it becomes to contain. Mm, okay, I mean that was my original thought. Also, I just rethought it. No, don't think anymore. Okay, I'm done. Done thinking. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so yeah. Don't hurt the, yourself. The more, Don't worry your pretty money, little head, John. <laughs> the more money you give us to fake your death, the more people can know that you're still alive. So, like, if you want to keep in touch with the rest of your family, your mom and dad, brothers, that's sisters, gonna whatever, you. it's going to cost you because we also have to pay to keep their mouths shut and it's a whole Physically. thing. So, <laughs> so not, that's going to be a pretty expensive option, to be perfectly honest. But we can do it. We can do anything. Exactly. We set our minds to. This this one will excite you. Oh, okay, good. Because <laughs> I've been bored as shit. <laughs> Give them amnesia. <gasps> You're right. It did excite me. <laughs> Just like that movie. What movie? With the girl. <laughs> what girl? Rachel McAdams and Channing Tatum. In what the, f- the fuck movie are you she- talking about? Okay, this is great. I love this movie. I don't, but I watched it. I don't know what movie it is. Okay. So, I believe... What is it called? It's like the... Mm, the Promise... Something. Whatever. Who cares what the name was? It was Channing Tatum and Rachel McAdams. And Rachel McAdams is playing Channing, Channing Tatum's fiance. She gets in a horrible car accident and all of a sudden has amnesia. But she doesn't just have any old amnesia. She has amnesia to like where she loses her past five years. So she believes she's in a different relationship. With her then fiance, like from five years before, like she believes that she's still in a relationship with him. And also she's like changed and grown a lot since then. And so Mm. she's like still like pretty right wing and still eats meat even and like doesn't paint because she took up painting after she met Channing Tatum. And like, yeah, it's crazy. She's like on a different career path. She was like a fucking paralegal. And so she was like, no, I'm I don't know who you are. You're not my fiance. I have a different fiance. Like you're trying to trick me. I'm a paralegal and I don't live in this city. And it was Uh, crazy. And then Channing Tatum teaches her to love him again. And it's based on a true story. (laughs) (laughs) For those wondering, this is. Uh, a synopsis of the 2012 film The Vow, starring Rachel McAdams and Channing Tatum. This is uh, this this has been. We're gonna our, straight up the vow, vow their asses. This has been the Vowcast. Thank you for listening. But like, come on, 
That's like, that story gives me chills. Uh, it was the seventh highest grossing romantic drama film. Which, no. like, can't get much more specific. <laughs> okay. Tell them your grandma died and it's made you rethink a lot about your life. John, why, why are so many of your solutions fake the death of a grandparent? Because it's so easy. I mean, they... I can't. You just need to. You just need to have your acting chops like up to up to par a little bit, enough for a phone call to the person. Uh, and you just gotta be a little choked up. That's it. Our dear friend Taylor came to us and said, "John, I'm going to hike the AT for a bit. Do you want to come with me?" And I said, "Taylor, I have a job." And he said, "John, quit." And I said, "Okay." <laughs> and that was. A great week. I called my work from the trail and said this. Oh my god. I know I just spent a lot of time in South Carolina visiting my grandma. But um, it's looking like things might not go so well. So I think it's best if I I stay down here. So uh, I'm just gonna... I'm just out. I'm just gonna... So so we can apply this principle to breakups. Yes. How would a death of a relative convince you to break up you with just, someone? You've just got other things that you wanted to do. You're not ready to settle. Or life you've got things is on your fleeting. List that you need to do. Exactly. Like I'm so sorry. I just can't be tied down right now because exactly. I'm just so filled with a sense of my own mortality that every moment I spend not pursuing my my goals is a moment wasted. Exactly. And it means all my moments with you. So maybe maybe the grandma part isn't in, entirely necessary, but... It helps. It'll work. For sure. Look, the more specific you get about your lie, the more effective it will be. Specificity. Mm-hmm. She is the key. Exactly. Um, Speaking of specificity and keys... Oh! Huh? Uh, I believe it's time for some uh, some musica. It is definitely time for some musica. All right. So our lovely artist this week is Annie McLean. Uh, she is. She sent us her song "Light Again," uh, which is a very, very good song. And, and not um, and not just a comment that she sent her song "Light" multiple times. Correct. It's the first time she sent her song "Light Again" to us. Yes. Uh, if you like it, you can go to, uh, to her band camp, uh, and it's free for download or you can choose to pay for it. And this is the cool part. If you choose to pay for it, 100% of the proceeds go to the American foundation for suicide prevention. Oh, damn. So look out for that link when we, uh, when we post this. Music for a cause. Thanks a lot, Annie. Yeah. So, uh, here's Annie McLean with light again. Explain it. 
All right, thank you. That was I forget the title already. Light again. Light again. I should write up some notes. Annie McLaughlin. McLean. McLean. Good job, Annie. Thank you, Annie. I we did I did actually I did listen to it. It was very pretty and I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, and again, uh, if you go to the link to her band camp, you can choose to pay for any of her songs and 100% of the proceeds, again, go to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. I'm going to buy it. Nice. Yeah. Why wouldn't um, I? So. So. Breaking up with people. That's a we've, thing. We've gone through all of the ways that a person, <laughs> all of the ways. All of <laughs> the ways. They're, they're including the murdering them, killing yourself. <laughs> Killing a fake oh, yeah. relative. We didn't say that. We said faking your death, but we said legitimately murder them. So I guess you could just kill yourself. We were talking about just legitimately pretty, killing yourself. Pretty, pretty oh. steadfastly in contrast with the fact that the proceeds of Annie McLean's music go to suicide prevention. Oh, no. Oh, so no. good job, us. I'm definitely buying the song, so it's cool. <laughs> so karmically, it all works out. We, Yay. We will, we will buy all of Annie's music just to show people that we're not actually in favor of suicide. Yeah. So I um, wanted to I want to talk to you about something. Okay. And that's the way Please. people get into relationships. We think people have monetized getting into relationships very mm-hmm. effectively, but getting out of relationships not so much. Okay. However, I feel like they're very similar. The two things. They're just reversed. So, mm, I, I feel like we could paper. take a su- a successful business model for getting people together. And what, like do like a pull like a Hallmark make like breakup cards? No, 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 no. I'm talking about like Tinder. Oh, bring it into the 21st okay. century. Now I was on I was on Tinder today. You were. This, I got it. I got some pictures of some weird dudes. Oh yeah, some strange gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I saw a giant. <laughs> He's foot taller than me. Still stunning man. Mm, He's very tall. <laughs> Uh, there was a particularly oily gentleman and a dude that looked like him. He's so slippery. slippery. (laughs) But, um, and then we had, uh, also handsomer Daniel Radcliffe. Handsomer Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah, he was like Daniel Radcliffe, but handsome. Do you think he's as talented? No, no. And Mm. in fact, I'm I'm convinced of that fact. How exactly do we use the Tinder model for breakups? Was they have this thing on 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 the Tinder called the Super Like, okay, where once a day you get to find a match that you super like mm-hmm. and let that person know that you liked them before okay. they like you or reject you more often. So I feel like we could do that. Okay, I'm failing to see. The connection it's, to breakups. Instead of a super like, it's a super dislike. And you're just like, nah. And they just get like a notification on their phone that's just a big frowny face. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Okay, so ours is, ah. our, app, our app is just an app where that you download when you get into a relationship. And if you ever get that dreaded notification, you know it's over? Yep. That's awful. And it just fills up your whole screen. It's just a big frowny face. Or you don't <laughs> know, a, a thumbs down. Face. Just a big thumbs down. Oh, that's so much worse. That's so much less personal. And then, uh, then you know, you know, and no more words need to be said because a picture says a thousand of them. A thousand of them. <laughs> 
It's not so much a picture, though, as much as it is just an emoji. It is an emoji. So, it is. All right. I'm in love with this idea. It's so cold. It's so <laughs> cold. Very simple. Would not take much coding. Exactly. You just cut the ties. You cut them. Okay. Because they Look. say clean break is best. And so why even worry yourself with words? Just yeah. send them a frowny face emoji. Well, maybe we could we could also sell that idea to Tinder. To I, use, I think like that would be great you, because I've had... You a- can confirm on... It, Tinder would now have an option where you can confirm that you're like seeing this person, not dating so much. Because I feel like this would be very, very bad to do to a person who you're actually like in a committed relationship with. So maybe yeah, just a just person like a who you've gone on a couple dates thing. with and like you log that into Tinder and then one day like they message you and it's like, hey, so when are we going out again? And you're just like, eh. eh frowny as soon face. As, you do, as soon as you do that frowny face, it sends them both the frowny face and it disconnects you from contact. Yep. Well, I mean, like you can unmatch with people on Tinder. In fact, the people that I have gone out with on Tinder... Uh, one person, when I broke up with them, they they did do that. Oh. I looked at my Tinder and it was like, you've unmatched. Rough. I was like, whoa. Damn. Harsh. And I had their number and everything, you know? Yeah. So, I still, I, I have some other, another thing written. Sure. That I think that we can riff on quite a bit. Convince them to break up with you. I mean, I'm in love with this idea. I think I, I had an idea similar to this in my own personal life recently. Okay. But uh, I was going, I was definitely going the uh, make them break up with you vibe, vibe. But my theory was that I had to frighten them into not, because I think a lot of uh, the attraction, especially early on, is physical attraction. And while I am not interested in making myself less physically attractive, and let's be honest, it'd be pretty difficult. <laughs> Not because, wait, because I'm so attractive, not because I'm so unattractive. (laughs) I'm so attractive that nothing will make me seem unattractive. Like, you know, those really sexy marathon runners that still look fabulous after 22 miles or whatever. So I decided to make myself incredibly physically intimidating. Oh. Yeah. Just like real scary. Like non, like implying that I like non-vanilla things in bed, to the point where this person who was very vanilla would be terrified <laughs> to the extent that they would just break up with me before I. Go. I mean, this has the potential to really backfire on you because. Oh yeah, because like, then you can sense that you're into it. some kinky shit that you're not into, it, and yeah. then they're like, "Oh yeah, that's like, my exact fetish." Yeah, so I was, like, you know, you'd be like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna bring my whip." and my crop and a but just a bunch of leather and but also velcro <laughs> but i'm but maybe, not gonna tell you what the velcro is for maybe the solution in that case is to just keep up upping the ante until you do make them uncomfortable well exactly i feel like everybody's got to like get point. them to break up with you everyone yeah. does i hope i hope <laughs> uh, okay so again business you hire us we have a more <laughs> and look, look this is going to cause some like shocks to your <laughs> personal like self esteem or whatever but we can have we can hire a more beautiful funny interesting person <laughs> or just an actor 
<laughs> that we pay to start courting them for like <laughs> so just make them lose interest <laughs> just distract them like hey whoo, over here over here <laughs> But look at this hot piece of ass, huh? Either it can, well, depending on how, um, I guess, promiscuous the person is, I don't really know. Like, if the person is very much into, like, a deep connection, Mm -hmm. then you would have to keep using the same person and keep introducing that person over and over again until the person takes the bait. Or you could have, you could just... I'm so sorry. My landlady is calling me. (laughs) Oh, no. Hello. Hello. Hi, Rosa. What's up? Uh, I just. I'm doing good. Call you. I'm sorry. Say it again. You put it in my address. No, I didn't. I think that was the neighbors. I think it must have been the upstairs neighbors. No, no, I mean, like, I still have all of my mattresses, so. <laughs> Sorry about that, Rosa. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. Someone did throw that on top of the garbage today. Yeah, totally. I, I, yeah, I mean, definitely don't want that, so. All right. Good night. Have a good night. My landlady so, is amazing. Someone, someone left a mattress outside? Yeah, they left it on, like, the garbage cans. And uh, New York City gives you tickets if you have uh, trash that can't be towed away. Thanks, New York City. Yeah. Fucking trying yeah. to clean up the streets. <laughs> a bunch of nerds. I did not put a mattress outside. You did um, miss her greeting me. What did she say? Uh, well, she thinks my name is Virginia. Oh, right. <laughs> I have heard this before. Yeah, I said, hello, Virginia. Does she think that your name is Virginia? Or she does calls she me Virginia. know that you're from Virginia? I and think so she Virginia care that it's is not your name. I think it's what call, comes up on caller ID. Uh, is Virginia? Okay. And then she knows my name is Emily. Like, she yeah. knows it, but she always calls me Virginia. Okay, so this kind of goes into what you were saying before with what you did in real life to a real person. <laughs> Which um, is totally normal and people do it all the time. Ask we anyone. Can, we, we can give you a slop makeover that, make you, that makes you repulsive to them. Yeah, except I did a kinky makeover. Right. Where I was just way out of their league in every sense and it would be impossible to perform your duties in front of me because I'm so intimidating. <laughs> I think this might be more effective, though, because um, when you when you do the kinky stuff, you run into that problem that we were discussing, which is that people could be into that. No one is into you not showering, you know, like that's not appealing to anyone. It's not it's not fun watching people eat everything with their hands, regardless of sloppiness. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's a better option almost. Okay. This one's a little off, but I have confidence in its effectiveness. Okay. Lay it on me. Convince them that you are haunted. 
I've done this one too. No, you haven't. I have. I have pictures. Stop this. I do. That wasn't, I mean, that wasn't the reason we broke up, but I did convince <laughs> someone that I was seeing that I was in fact haunted. In fact, I'm pretty convinced that I am haunted, but okay. let me tell you, cause I've been waiting to tell the story for a long time and I still do have the picture cause it's so freaky. By all means. Okay. So I was like with a person and things got, Oh, this person just decided to open up by telling me I'm really attractive so suck it, thousands of listeners. I told you I'm really hot. Anyways. It's a good way to start, I guess. Yeah, it's straightforward. Uh, can't wait to convince him I'm haunted. <laughs> um, no, but this person saw my back and then they stopped everything. And they were like, Emily, holy crap. And I was like, what? They're like, what happened to you? And I was like, what are you talking about? They're like, what are you not telling me about? There's scratches all up and down your back. And we had, like, they were not put there by this person. And so I was like, I have no idea what we're talking about. I feel fine. He took a picture of my back. There's raised, scraped welts all down my back in, like, like the... this crazy pattern. Yeah. Whoa. So, like, I have this picture on my phone, and I was like, holy shit. Like, I did not bump into anything like no one touched me i think i remember you sending me this picture it's crazy like it's freaky these like huge raised welts and then the other day i had like fingerprints on my arm like bruises like someone had grabbed my arm Huh. yeah okay so your girl might be haunted noted but i could definitely use that you could use that also or I'll send you the like... picture of my back to send to random people. <laughs> really, if you're if you're successful in convincing them that you're haunted, you can convince them that this presence that follows you is telling you to murder them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another thing is you could just act certifiably insane. But yeah, you know that true. might you also could just back pretend to snap. That could also backfire though, because what if they're a really good person and they want to help you see? Oh no! Like you get the help you need. Yeah. Something that is tried and true, I think, in getting people to break up with them. Uh, ask them to have a threesome. Once again, it goes with the kinky thing. It could backfire. But I mean, like, how much would it back? Okay, how much would it backfire, right? Because you still get to sleep with another person, I guess. But it's it's certainly not honest. But none of these are okay. So we haven't discussed honesty, Mm -hmm. which many have said, or I've heard it said, that it is the best policy. What's to stop you in this in this world? Just go up to a person and be like, "Yo." Hmm. I'm not feeling it anymore. Yeah. I mean, this can be a new segment of the show where we get fucking real. It's like, look, if you want to break up with a person, just fucking go up to them. Tell them what you're feeling. And if you're determined to break up with them, just do it. If you're willing to hear their side, hear their side. Be honest 100% and let them be honest to you. Hash out your bullshit. Squash whatever beef you have. And either continue on with your lives together or without each other. Well, I think there's 
Okay, so I think honesty is a good policy to a certain extent. Like I feel, mm-hmm. I like feeling like you don't have to necessarily protect people's feelings, but there's no nothing good in saying something that the other person literally cannot change. Mm-hmm. Like I think your best policy is focus on things that could be adjusted within five minutes, and outside of that, be like, no, man, it's me. You know, I'm not feeling it, and mm-hmm. if you you know, don't want to fundamentally change yourself, then it's not going to work out. Because oftentimes, in in all the breakups I've been involved in, it's like, it's that I don't care if you fundamentally change everything about yourself. (laughs) I don't want to be with you anymore. Yeah. But I don't say that. I say, uh, something about putting things on ice. Or, (laughs) I think we're just going in two different directions right now. And then I drive away. (laughs) (laughs) As fast as you can. Right. And then I run away. People while in cars. Because I don't want to kiss you on the basketball court. <laughs> I don't uh, even like basketball. <laughs> uh, I think. I think we did good. Did, we bleeded all out. Did you learn how to break up with people? I mean, I feel like we're too very. I feel like it'd be great practice if if our sign off this evening was us breaking up with our listeners oh that sounds bad i love them though i do love them but that you know we love them but we want we want good things for them sometimes you have to in order to truly love something you gotta let it go go. we have to let you go listeners because we have to play dungeons and dragons that's true we are playing dungeons and dragons immediately after this there is a, a few things we need to do before we end there the... are a few things because it's um, plural john it's plural it's plural if you have a suggestion for a how-to please email us at downtimesubs at gmail.com that's d-o-w-n-t-i-m-e-s-u-b-s at gmail.com also very exciting news we are currently working on a live show yes more true. details to come on our website but please be looking out for our live show, Ways You Could Attend. Uh, it's going to be in Harrisonburg, Virginia on April 10th. Yeah. So if you're anywhere in the Harrisonburg uh, area, then, uh, yeah, be looking out for news. We'll be posting that on our website and on Facebook. Um, if you're on Facebook and you'd like to um, follow us, please uh, look for Downtime with John and Emily on Facebook because we do have a fan page now. Thank you very much to Andy McLean uh, for your song Light Again. Um, if you want to hear more from Annie, you can find her Bandcamp uh, link in the description below on our website and on iTunes and on Facebook, wherever um, you're listening to the show. And um, a final thank you. Can I do it this time? I want to do it. I like, yeah, I like thinking you can that. do it. And a final thank you to Audible.com, who is our sponsor this week. If you'd like to get a free 30-day trial to Audible.com, please go to www.tryaudible. Mm, no, not quite. No. What is Look, it? Look, Emily, if you're going to do it. I can't remember everything, John. <laughs> Thanks, Audible. Thank you very much for having a really easy-to-remember URL. Please go to audibletrial.com audibletrial.com D-O-W-N-T-I-M-E downtime audibletrial.com slash downtime you can start your free free. 30 day trial to audible's audiobook service 
you could listen to books called The Bad Beginning, a multi-voice recording of a series of unfortunate events by Lemony Snicket. You can listen to... Oh, that's narrated by Tim Curry. What? Cool. Well, Tim Curry along with other people. Um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. Norse Mythology by Neil Gaiman. Ooh. Uh, The Day of the Jackal by Frederick Forsyth. And many, many, many more books you can hear at audible.com. Uh, so please, again, go start your 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash downtime. Yay! Please do that. Also, yeah. uh, rate us on iTunes, because I don't think you can see ratings yet, because we don't have enough people that rated us. <laughs> um, so please, 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 please rate us. Yeah, if you're not already subscribed on iTunes, please go ahead and subscribe. And if you have an extra time in your, uh, an extra minute in your day, just go ahead and write us up a little review and um, give us a rating. That would really, really help us out a lot. We'd very much appreciate it. Uh, I'd also like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. Uh, more from him at ethangustafson.com, which is a link you can find on our website. And uh, I usually link it along when I post the episode. Rock on. Thank you for listening. My name is Emily Downey. And I'm John Downey. Al Roker? I will fight you. I know it hurts. I gave it a little spin there. Yeah. You gotta was, act like you're breaking up with Al yeah. Roker. It was tearful, but heartfelt. Al Roker, get out of here. Al Roker, can't you see we don't want you anymore? Just-